The following is a hoop ball presentation. Good morning, hoop ballers, and welcome to another edition of Hoop Balls DFS today. This is your Tuesday, February 9th edition, and I am your host, Santino Cocone, and I am here with, I was going to say the one and only, but I'm just, I'm just here with Will. How are you doing tonight, Will? I like one and only, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing good, Santino, good to be here, and you know, before we get started, I just got to give a shout out to, you know, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for winning their championship. You know, they say Tom Brady is the GOAT, and that's just how I feel. I'm the GOAT, too, of this DFS thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, Will, William is Bill. He's two people in one, so <laughs> he has double the knowledge, just so everybody knows. Uh, I'm not going to comment on the GOAT. I'm just going to let it go and see what what happens. But let's, uh, that's a funny one. Um, yeah, so we, we have a seven-game slate on Tuesday. This is – me and you, you and I have had quite a few twos and threes and, and sometimes fours, but mainly not many games to talk about too much. But now we got a, a seven-game, an actual normal slate to get into. So I'm, I'm kind of excited for this one. It's been yeah, a couple we of weeks full, now. Full lineup today. You know, a lot of people think two and three-game, uh, you know, days are – not that great, but I mean, I really like those the most. Those are the easiest to win money. So a seven-day slate today, it should still be a pretty good play for tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, as am I. And be, and before we get into it, man, I want to do, shout out our guys over at my bookie. Uh, if you bet on the Super Bowl, more than half of everybody in the United States bet on the Super Bowl. I'm sure you could have been one. Uh, the odds say that there are most of you guys have bet on it. Um, but yeah, I hope you bet on bet with my bookie. I know I did. And I bet some squares also, which was pretty cool. Uh, I I didn't know they had virtual squares until I I saw that. But if you know me, you don't, you know that I don't give out my stamp of approval easily to earn it. You got to be the best at what you do. And my bookie is simply the best sports book out there, period. Uh, It's as simple as signing up, enter the promo code hoopball and get your deposit matched halfway up to a thousand bucks. Uh, so head on over to my bookie if you want to add a little excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Bet with the best. Bet with my bookie. And you know what, man? Let's get right into it. We got seven games to go over. Uh, hopefully, I think I think we can knock this one out somewhat quick. We have a lot of news, so the injury report is going to be kind of extensive. But we and we do have one, two, three, four, five games on back to backs. Three on the back end of a back to back, and two on the front end of a back to back. So news is going to come out whether we like it or not after this. <clears throat> but let's yeah. go with what we what we know, and then that is the first game on the slate is the only one that starts at seven. And I don't I don't usually I don't like that. I don't I don't like when there's one early game and then everyone's later. So we have one at seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time, guys. Uh, two at seven thirty. One at eight thirty, and then three—a whopping three games at ten. So That's almost crazy. half the slate is at yeah. Almost half the slate is starts three hours after the initial lock, which um, <laughs> not favorable for us. Uh, so we'll see how that one plays out. But the first one is the Nets at the Pistons, and on the injury report, we have the big guy KD is out. Uh, we know Spencer Dinwiddie's not playing anymore this year. Nicholas Claxton's still a couple weeks away. Shumper is not with the team as of yet. Um, or 
and Kyrie Irving who missed the last game is now probable for this one. So we're expecting him to play on the Pistons. We have a doozy out here. Uh, Dennis Smith jr. Who just joined the, who was just traded on Sunday is in the health and safety protocols. He is questionable. I don't know if he can play this early. It's two days, so probably not. Uh, Delone Wright is questionable. That's a big one. Frank Jackson, Wayne Ellington, also questionable. Uh, we have Killian Hayes. We know he's out. And Jelly Okafor is out as well. Uh, but let's start with the, the, the Nets side. They are the away team, man. We know that KD is not playing. Kyrie should be back. Everybody else uh, is pretty much we know where they are and, and they're playing. Uh, but where are you looking at on this Nets team? Well, yeah, the Nets, you know, without KD, it totally changes things for them because you have the three-headed monster, and you're not really sure which one to pick. They're all going to do pretty great. But when one is out, I feel a lot more comfortable. And with that being said, I would love to play James Harden. Even though he's at 10,900, with KD out and Kyrie with a banged-up finger, Harden should easily get a triple-double and a big triple-double, I would expect in this game. And Detroit is, you know... I mean, they put up a good competition against the Lakers the other game, so they could keep it close. It's not necessarily going to be a blowout either, but um, no one should be able to contain James Harden in this, and that's one of the few times I'm willing to spend big on a on a guy over 10000 And other than that, you know, Kyrie at 9300 obviously playing Harden, you can't play Kyrie. So if you put it in your lineup to where – you can only afford to pay play one of them. You know, you can pick and choose. You probably won't be able to go wrong with either one. But I don't want to spend 9300 on Kyrie. But I would feel happy about spending that with Harden. And the only other guy really on the Nets that I would be interested in using is Landry Shamit. Uh, that's also with KD out. You know, I trust him more. His last few games, he's been ramping up the minutes, ramping up the statistics. He, last game, he had 22 points, three rebounds, three assists. So that went for almost 32 DraftKings points. And with KD out, you know, I think the team's trusting him more. At 4,000, Shaman is a good op, uh, option. What do you think? Yeah, and I'm I'm with you. I'm go. I like Harden in this matchup. He looked like him his old self in the last one. I know there was no KD, there was no Kyrie, but he looked awesome in the last one. He only played 29 minutes because it started to get out of hand towards the the middle of the third quarter. Very competitive in the first half, and then it just got away from them. So he didn't pretty much didn't play all fourth quarter. Uh, so they Nash was able to limit him with he's been playing 40 plus minutes and a, and a ton of minutes since he's come over, but. He didn't play that many in the last game. He still had 26, 10, and 8 with 53 DraftKings points. Uh, if I'm spending up, I, I really like to spend up on, on Harden in this one more so than I, Kyrie. I know a lot of people look at it and want to take the savings. This is a game that I don't, like you said, I don't really care uh, about the $1,600 savings in there. Uh, obviously, Kyrie's not bad, and he's, he can always go off, but I, I if I'm I'd rather go some other options around there too. Uh, and like you said, the the Pistons have been playing some competitive basketball. Sometimes they get blown out when you're not expecting it. Sometimes they keep it really competitive. They played the Bucks competitive. They played the Lakers competitive. They beat them once. They went to in in a couple overtimes in the next one. So they've been playing pretty competitive. And the only thing that stopped Harden from scoring 60, possibly 70 DraftKings points in the last one was that the game got out of hand. So he looked really good. And I expect it to continue, like you said. Uh, and I'm not really looking at much of anything else on this team uh, at their current price tags, knowing that Kyrie's coming back and taking some shots. Uh, I, I don't mind Schmidt, like you mentioned, at 4K. That's not bad. And I don't mind uh, Luabu Cabaret 
and my friend calls him Lou Carrot, and I think it's hilarious, and I don't mind him at full. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> gay. <laughs> yeah, I love that nickname, Lou Carrot. I don't mind the the Lou Carrot at four two as well, um, but I'm just not sure about his minutes, and I think we have some solid value. So I'm I'm knit with you. Mainly, it's just Harden, and then maybe you'll take a shot uh, down there. But I think Harden Harden's very safe in this one. <clears throat> but how about on the on the other side of the ball, man? You looking at anybody on Detroit? Uh, well, Jerry and Grant has been playing amazing uh, all year, really, and he's making a case for an all-star game. If you can fit him in at 7,000, that's always good. Uh, DeLon Wright, you know, now with Derrick Rose out of the lineup, as long as he plays, he's questionable right now with the left ankle sprain. If he were to play, I think he would put up some good numbers because even with Rose, he was putting up some decent numbers the last few games. But other than that, uh, I don't trust Josh Jackson. He's kind of been up and down. His last four games have been very productive, but I just can't I can't do it with Josh Jackson. <laughs> so and definitely Blake, Blake Griffin is just he's just a shell of himself right now. So uh really if I'm if I'm spending the money, Jerry Grant and Delon Wright, if Delon Wright plays. Yeah, and I'm kind of uh and you say <laughs> you're calling you're saying Jerry his brother, and I like I'm calling you out on that one. Funny. <laughs> Because <laughs> I know you'll do it to me, Jeremy. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I like I like him too. I like Grant, uh, the other Grant, the actual Grant we're talking yeah, about. It's uh, at seven <laughs> k, he's crashed down to earth recently, which is good because his price tag was hovering in the mid eight fours at one point. Eight, actually, eight point four k at one point, and um, then he had a couple off games. He had a decent one and then another off game. And then last game, he put up 53 points against the Lakers. He played a whopping 48 minutes, so can't expect him to play that many minutes again. Uh, but we can't expect him to bring bring back value in this. And I think this, again, this is a close game. is a decent matchup, uh, either with, whether it's Jeff Green or whoever they want to put at power forward when they slide Jeff Green over to um, center. It's a good matchup for Grant. There's really – the Nets play no defense, and their interior defense is bad. Uh, so I don't mind looking there. At 7K, that's a solid play, a guy I'll look at. Um, outside of that, it's really dependent on, I don't think, Wayne Ellington's not a huge miss, but if he misses the game, that's that's some extra minutes for, for these guys out there. But DeLone Wright, if he misses this game, he's questionable. Uh, I, I think he's truly questionable too. And if he misses this one, that's a lot of minutes to go around and a lot of people that they need to uh, – ball handling to go around uh, and then you have frank jackson who might not play and you know, imagine if Devin, dennis smith jr plays and none of these other guys play they have maybe they just start them right out of the gate and say show us what you got kid uh, but there's just a lot of variables here that i don't know where i want to go at the moment and i'll have to see when i when i get the injury report because uh the lone right misses there's just bodies that we can go to uh yeah like uh, Sfi and, and other people that are going to have to handle the ball more and, and go there at very cheap prices. Uh, but what I do, and, and Josh Jackson too, he'll get extra minutes, and I know you just hated on him, but if, <laughs> if they're missing and he's getting extra minutes and shots and whatnot, uh, it'll be a little bit different. But from the things that I do know right now, I do know at 5,800, I don't really like Mason Plumlee, but the Nets, their defense is bad, very, very bad. And their interior defense is the worst of the bad. So I think I can go with Mason Plumlee and, and uh, feel confident that it'll bring me back some value. Not huge, huge upside, but it's not that's not what I would be looking for if I go him. And same same thing with Isaiah uh, Stewart. 
3,300. I don't yeah. think that the upside's huge there, but just this interior defense is bad. I can't stress it enough. So I, I don't mind going to those guys, uh, those two guys, as of what we know now. Uh, but the Ellington and Wright news is going to change a lot. If Wright plays, I think he's a solid play as well, like you mentioned. <clears throat> yeah, and definitely. I don't know if Detroit is going ahead now and uh, going to the youth movement. Uh, with trading out Derrick Rose, but you know if they were to do that, Isaiah Stewart is, I think, better than Mason Plumlee, and obviously has a higher ceiling. So I mean, once his minute starts getting ramped up, which could start, you know, against Brooklyn, you know, you just you want to be more sure about that before you dive in. Another guy, since the you know Derrick Rose is out, if Delon Wright is out, super super uh, reach uh, of a play right here, but Saban Lee. He's a rookie for the Pistons also, and he's at the minimum 3000 price. So if Dennis Smith doesn't play, he's their only point guard. So, I mean, he would have to get minutes. So I would just stay tuned, stay check out the latest news, and see if Saban Lee is going to start or going to be mentioned as in getting big minutes in this game. And you can get a real steal on a minimum guy. I like it. And, yeah, and then he, if if none of the other point guards are playing, they're going to have to throw him too. It's the same what I we mentioned for about uh, – Dennis Smith Jr. maybe, but yeah, I like yeah. it, man. There, there's going to be a lot of value on this Pistons team possibly uh, when we get the news out. And good thing that they are the first game of the night and not at 10 or something, so yeah. we'll have that news all early. <clears throat> Definitely. But, um, oh yeah, I forgot to mention we don't have a uh, over-under or spread for this game, but we do have one for this next game, and this one starts at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's the New York Knickerbockers against the Miami Heat and we have a 208 spread and the heat are 8 point favorites. Uh they just played on Sunday and the heat won by 6 in New York. Uh so let's go to the injury report. I, I was about to go to the team but I forgot about the injury report. So mm-hmm. on the the Knicks we have Nerlens Noel is questionable, everybody else is in the G League and on the Heat we have Avery Bradley, Goran Dragic, big one, Mo Harkless, all out. Myers Leonard's not playing. Chris Silva's out as well, and Gabe Vincent as probable. So uh, let's start with the away team, the the Knicks for sure. And how are you feeling about them in this rematch? Uh, well, you know they got some options. Uh, the trade with Derrick Rose, I don't think he will be available because that seems like it's too soon for me. But uh, he, if he does play, he's obviously going to throw a huge wrench uh, in the lineup, especially with quickly. Uh, he was developing very well, and that's going to slow his. Uh, development unless they you know get rid of Alfred Payton which we just don't know I don't think Thibodeau will do that he likes his veterans so really with the Knicks it's it's not looking good because Randall is their best player but he's at 9100 I don't think I want to pay that much for Randall Barrett was coming along but his last game was horrendous (laughs) and then the rest of the guys they have five different shooting guards basically (laughs) I, I don't love anyone on this Knicks lineup, honestly. How about yeah. you? Yeah, and I'm I'm almost there with you. I think when Rose does play, I don't think he's going to – unless you're a, a James Harden, a superstar kind of guy, they, they're they going to take it a little easier on you guys. Uh, you're not going to be available in that first game. Wink, wink, NBA. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't think Rose is going to be available for this one. And when he does come back, I don't know what to make of this entire backcourt. Like you mentioned, uh, R.J. Barrett, he only played 19 minutes in the last one. He was shot one of six, and then he just got benched in the second half. Tibbs yeah. went away from a guy that who was averaging a whopping 37 minutes or so uh, game a couple weeks ago. 
Um, but yeah, that that kind of changes everything. I, he could come back, but I, I'm not going to pay that price at six. Randall had a good game in the last one, but it's still a tough defense, and we have other options in that not over nine k range. So I'm not going to go there. Don't really trust quickly and Peyton. They're trading off who's playing and who's not playing. Reggie Bullock can't expect that again. There's just not much here I like. Uh, if I did go to one guy, it's Alec Burks. Uh, he played 29 minutes in the last one. <clears throat> if something is weird with RJ Barrett and he doesn't get that 30 minutes again, a lot of those minutes are going to go to Burks because he's another. He's one of the few guys that can get his own shot. Uh, I, I don't expect Bullock to to get a bunch of to do what he did in the last game. So if if both those guys' minutes are going to Burks, I don't mind paying five one there. But I'm just not confident in in too many of these guys. Uh, it's just a very very. Too many bodies for two yeah. little spots. This and is it's a, yuck, a tough matchup. Yucky situation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what about on the Heat side, man? We're going against one of the, – the Heat are in the bottom half of the league in pace, and the Knicks are as well, and they're both pretty tough defenses. Uh, so are you are you going with anybody on the Heat side? Well, I mean, on the opposite end of the spectrum, the Heat have a lot of uh, fantasy uh, guys that are putting up great production. So I mean, if you wanted to go at Bam at eighty seven hundred, I wouldn't hate you for it. It's it's a little expensive for me, but uh, Jimmy Butler is probably the safest option at eighty three hundred. Uh, he's been on fire like the last nine games. So I mean, he will be worth that eighty three hundred and make that price. Uh, especially with Goran Dragic out, I also like Kendrick Nunn. He's been getting the minutes. When he gets the minutes, he's productive. He either plays thirty plus minutes or he doesn't play at all. So as long as Dragic is out, you know, he should be playing and uh, being productive for this team. And he's only 5,600. So to get a starting point guard for 5,600, that's putting up the numbers that none is putting up, you know, it's it's definitely worth it. I, I'll try to give you his average, but it's kind of all over the place. With his last five games, 11 points, 17 points, 10, 25, 16, and just putting up all type of other stats with rebounds and assists, it's just Kendrick Nunn is worth it for me and Jimmy Butler. Bam is a risk. I would not play Tyler Hero because I don't trust him. He's very up and down. Yeah, for me, I, I if I'm going to go, I, I like Bam a little bit more than Butler. I just think the matchup is really good. Uh, I, I might not go fully on Bam just because he is high-priced, and I, there are a few guys I like in that high price range. Uh, but for if I'm going slightly slightly less than the 9K, not up into that Super Saiyan 10K range, uh, he put up 50 points in the last t- game against these guys, and he's getting an equally solid matchup, especially if Noel doesn't play. Uh, Mitchell Robinson's very good for fantasy wise; he, he he can protect the rim, but he's just too raw. He doesn't he gets in a lot of foul trouble. Uh, sometimes he can't move his feet, and Bam can make a mid range jump shot and he can initiate offense. So I think value here is is pretty pretty safe for bam and i don't mind going back to that well if i'm not spending super high outside of him i'm not i don't like attacking the knicks they just they're the slowest team by far in the nba uh, a full <clears throat> a full one or 1.4 paces uh, under the suns who are the second slowest team so they're just very slow and they're a top seven defense in the in the league as well uh, so two things that don't bode well for opponents 
Uh, but I don't mind Kendrick Nunn. Drogic's already out, and if this dude is going to be seeing 30-plus minutes a game at 5'6", he can bring you back value. Uh, I don't mind Kelly Olenek as well at 5K, but if I'm just looking at him and Nunn just right next to each other, I'd rather, unless there's position eligibility that I need to pay attention to, I'd rather just pay 600 more for a guy who has much more upside, both in cash and in GPP. So I'm, I'm with you. With with the Nunn, I think he's a good play. And uh, slightly different, I like Bam more if i'm spending up okay yep yep you like bam i like jimmy so we'll see what happens but yeah this should be a good matchup i, I was gonna make that point about olenic also if you want to guarantee 25 points he should be able to get that so oh the the will i am uh stamp of guarantee i like it 25 drafting <laughs> points so <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 he didn't specify guys i'm pretty sure he said 25 points we can roll the right. tape back um I'm ninety percent sure that's what he said. So if he doesn't if he doesn't drop twenty five tomorrow, uh, you can let him have it. Let him let him have it. Uh, Come on, Kelly. Come on, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Watch him drop thirty real poise. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. Uh, but yeah, let's go, let's go to this next game, the second game that starts at seven thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is the Houston Rockets at the New Orleans Pelicans. I don't know. I want. I just really wanted to say Pelicans. Um, <laughs> No rhyme or reason behind it, but this game does not have a spread. the um, The Rockets are on the front end of a back or the back end of a back to back. I forgot to mention earlier the Nets were one of the teams on the front end of a back to back. So the Rockets do not have anybody on the injury report. The Pelicans do, though. They have Josh Hart as questionable, and that's actually a big one in my eyes. Uh, he plays thirty plus minutes a game. Uh, or around 30 minutes a game, so that's a big one. But on the Rockets, we can say that Christian Wood is not going to be playing for this one. Uh, Oladipo played on Monday. They said he should be resting on Tuesday, and vice versa for John Wall and Eric Gordon. They both rested on Monday. They should be playing on Tuesday. It's just the ebb and flow of the Houston Rockets where they keep mix, mixing and matching this, these backcourt guys uh, as they deal with trying to control or help out them long-term-ish and probably trade Oladipo. But let's start with this Rocket side, man. Uh, We know Christian Wood isn't playing. Oladipo is likely to rest. They said it, so I'm going to take their word for it. And Wall and Gordon were rested, so they're not hurt. They should be playing. Uh, Knowing all that, where can we go with this this Rocket squad? Yeah, it's pretty sketchy. But like you said, with Oladipo out, obviously Christian Wood out, uh, when they are out, uh, J.C. on Tate, the rookie, has been coming up big, you know, out of nowhere. You know, um, I think he was undrafted, but uh, he can put up big numbers. He's all-around player, and at 4,700, he's worth the risk. He's one of the guys that can boost your lineup. He's not like an average, oh, I'm just going to get 20 points and be happy. He can get you, you know, 40 points. You know, he can explode like that. So, I mean, that's worth the risk at 4,700. Um, other than that, uh Obviously, Boogie, uh, when Christian Wood is out, uh, Boogie, DeMarcus Cousins, at 7,400, puts up big numbers and uh, fills the paint for the Rockets. Uh, those are probably the only two I really feel comfortable playing. Uh, I'm I'm just I'm kind of iffy about John Wall. I wouldn't hate it if you did it at 7,300. Um, how do you feel about John Wall? I like him. I, I think at 7,300, knowing that Oladipo is going to sit. Uh, true, true. He's not a guy that – I like. This isn't a great great matchup, but the the Pelicans are starting to pick up the pace a little bit, so that gives me some uh, 
some hope here, and I like Wall's individual matchup a little bit. If I'm going to go anywhere, <clears throat> uh, I won't. I wouldn't play Gordon Cousins at seven four. Not bad going to a team that he used to play for. Uh, I think that's okay. You can go there, but it's starting to get to the point, a uh, price point that I'm not huge on. And at the back end of a back to back, I know he's done it before already a few times this season, but I don't know how much he already played uh, at least. There's a couple of minutes left while we're recording this. Now he played it, or he played over 30 minutes in this first game, I should say. Um, it, it ended, <laughs> but I don't know if he's going to do that again. Uh, he, pro- he probably will, but seven four, I'm not huge on it. I think the, the the guy that I really like or that I go to is John Wall in that group. Um, and, and if you're going to go cheaper, I don't mind that whole Tate House Nuaba look at, at four seven four three four one. There's usage to go around, and if you think the Pelicans are going to uh, up the score on the second night of a back-to-back, there is extra run for them. I mean, uh, they all, all three of those guys that I just mentioned, they all played nearly 30 minutes or more. So there's, and, and they all had uh, a combined 30, 31 shots. So, so there's room to grow there on those guys. If you wanted to go there, probably won't go too, too much depending on Detroit. Cause we might get a ton of cheap value over there, but uh, there are some, some options there as well um the thing the thing with the rockets is you know they just need to sign some depth at center because really other than boogie demarcus cousins they only have uh pj tucker and i mean he's he's been having a bad a down season he's not a real center so it's like you would think they would just rest boogie demarcus cousins but i don't think they uh you know will be able to because they don't have the bodies yeah that's something that's Interesting point. Uh, but what about on this other side, man, the Pelican side? They've been playing a little bit better lately. They've been going faster. Uh, where can we go on the Pelican side? Yeah, obviously they have the two superstars and Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson. Uh, I never play Zion Williamson, honestly. I know you're a big fan of his. I'm not. Maybe because he went to Duke, you know. <laughs> I'm a Carolina guy. <laughs> But uh, I'm very I'm happy with playing Brandon Ingram. He's priced probably exactly how he should be, so it, it it'll just be a safe uh you know purchase of him at 8500. Uh, and you love Lonzo Ball. I hate Lonzo Ball. Can't do it. Uh, I'm done. That's it. Just Brandon Ingram. That's it. <laughs> yeah, and I th- I think I'm a little bit different. I think if I'm going to go here, Lonzo Ball has been playing pretty well lately. And at six three, I think there's still some room to to eat there. He, we were getting him in the 5K range and and, and close. Uh, now it's starting to get to the range where uh, we don't want to get too higher, but I still think there's some solid value to be had there if you went Lonzo at 6'3". I, and outside of him, I think the big news for me is, is Josh Hart playing or not. Uh, if Josh Hart doesn't play, J.J. Redick at 3,100. He's he's also been heating up in the last couple games. He's only getting uh, 18, 17, and 15 minutes, but he's hitting his threes. Very efficient clip. If he's going to see if 30 minutes open up on the wing and he all of a sudden is seeing 27 or so or 25, that's solid value for me. Uh, and another guy I would like to keep an eye on, especially if Josh Hart doesn't play, and or even if he does, is Kyra Lewis at the bare minimum. Uh, he We saw him play over... Nikhil Alexander-Walker last game, he played 19 minutes. He did pretty solid. Uh, more minutes are opening up, and he's going to see about 23, 24 at minimum value. This guy plays fast, and if this game gets out of hand anyway, 
they're going to want to play him. So I think he's the one guy I would, uh, one of the very few guys at bare minimum salary that I'll take a very nice stab at in in a lot of GPPs. Not safe in cash, but uh, there are some avenues for this guy. I love him as a talent. I think, you know, like the team was trying to trade Lonzo Ball uh, a week or so ago. And I think that's because they want to give Kira Lewis more uh, minutes. And uh, But I just I don't think it's safe to play him at all yet. I don't think he's fantasy ready yet. But, you know, we'll see. We will see. Uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> the next game we have on the docket. Uh, before we get to the next game, I do want to shout out our guys over at Manscaped. And <clears throat> we have valentine's day right around the corner so valentine's day is here make sure you're ready for what wherever the night may take you our friends over at manscape the global leaders in men's below the waist grooming are here to tell you that you need to use the best tools for the job so you can be ready for anything on that special day two million men are already using manscape products to groom make sure you're one of them uh, the perfect package 3.0 is led by their revolutionary third generation lawnmower 3.0 trimmer which has advanced skin safe technology and features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents it's also waterproof which presents a mess on the bathroom floor and in the sink especially when it's time for cupid to shoot his arrow uh so Go on down now and get 20% off and free shipping with the code HOOPBALL20. That's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0 at manscaped.com. And again, that's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com and use the promo code HOOPBALL20. Happy Valentine's Day from Manscaped. Now, our next game starts at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is the Golden State Warriors at the San Antonio Spurs, a rematch from Monday night. Uh and we have the same exact spread and the same exact over-under on this one at 233. And the Spurs favored by, or yeah, home favorites giving one and a half points. On the injury report, we don't have an official injury report. But it was said before the game that Derek White was playing Monday and was going to be sitting out on Tuesday. And Lonnie Walker was not going to play Monday, but he should be back. Uh, he they. Coach Pop expects him to play on Tuesday, and LaMarcus Aldridge is not going to be back uh, anytime soon. If something else pops up in between, we'll we'll see. But those are the big ones on the the Spurs side and on the um, ooh on the Warrior side. James Wiseman is not ready yet. They're going to reevaluate him after this game once they return from this road trip. And uh, Kevin Looney's should be out again as well. And Eric Pascal, or he plays on Monday, but we'll see how he he fears at the end of the night on Tuesday on the back end of a back-to-back. So this is big news to watch on them. Uh, but let's jump into the Warriors side of the ball, man. What are you What are you feeling over here? I just knew you were going to go to the Spurs. So, okay, Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Steph Curry is priced at 10400 and he obviously can hit that mark. Uh, I mean, I don't remember the last time he's had a bad game. He really hasn't had one all season. So if you want to go big for a point guard, Steph Curry obviously – and with Wiseman out, Draymond has really, really, really been stepping his game up. 6,900. He's almost a lock that you have to play Draymond at 6,900 with Wiseman out. Um, Toscano Anderson, I would say play him. But I just don't know what they're going to do now that Pascal is back. Because when Pascal was out, uh, Toscano Anderson was putting up very productive numbers. So, uh I think you can't touch Toscano or Eric Pasco considering they're both playing at this moment. It's too risky for me. And other than that, I wouldn't touch anyone else. Um, I like Wiggins. You can play him, at, but at 6,500, he's not putting up big enough numbers to where 
you have to play him. And Oubre is just too up and down for me. I can't play Oubre. Yeah, and um, two things that I wanted to keep an eye on on this one are how Pas- Pascal plays and, and how he uh, wakes up tomorrow morning because at 4,100, I don't mind going there. Uh, everybody else, maybe Kelly Oubre at 6'2", if he's, if he's still feeling it, or Wiggins we can look at, but I don't really love those price tags. I think JTA, as you mentioned, the price tag at 5K now is, is too much for me. Uh, we just have better value now that he's up there. Draymond Green's been playing really well, but he's nearly 7K now. Uh, he doesn't score the basketball, so I can't go there at almost 7K. I'm going to go at someone who can score the basketball. On Steph Curry, 10-4. He's been awesome this year. Uh, he, with the Steph Curry, we all know, he dropped 57 actual points last game, but he only put up 75 fantasy points while dropping 57 points. I would have hoped for... I know that's that's being greedy, but you have to hope for us like sli- slightly more after you drop fifty seven and only have three turnovers. Um, but I just at at ten four, I don't. I, there's other people like I'd rather just go to Harden. Uh, we can pay down for the guy in the next game a little bit. Um, I'm, you can never say, oh, I'll never touch him. But I'm just not gonna have not gonna. He's not gonna be a guy high on my list. Do I? Will I be shocked if he goes off? No, he's Steph Curry. But same thing. I'm there's. I'm not really looking at too many people here, but. Pascal would be the one guy I would kind of look at, and I would need to see a lot of good things uh, in in the second half of this game and on the injury report tomorrow, but pretty much not going to touch the Warriors too much and just waste that 233 spread there. Um, But how about you on on the Spurs side? Where are you looking over there? I just can't believe you're you're down on your boy, that Draymond Green. Wow. Tatino, can't believe six six nine. Uh, yeah, I don't really like that. I mean, forty eight points last game, forty two the game before that. I, I think he's on a roll. So I mean, we could have another bet in the works, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, with the Spurs, you know, uh, that's huge news if Derek White's going to be out. Huge, huge news that changes a lot because uh, Lamarcus Aldridge is already out, and uh, so I love Keldon Johnson. But when Derek White came back in his last two games, he's been ramping up the minutes. Minutes. Keldon Johnson's numbers have gone down tremendously because he's been playing incredible. But now with Derek White, it's like too many, too many guys, uh, and not enough to go around. So with Derek White out, Keldon Johnson is a solid play for me at fifty nine hundred. I think he'll be very productive. Um, DeRozan at seventy eight hundred. That's at the top of his value. You could you could go that way if you'd like. It's nothing wrong with it. And um, also a, a sneaky player would be Drew Eubanks. You know you probably never heard of him, but he's a center for the Spurs. Thirty five hundred. He's gonna back up Jakob Pertl, and uh, he's putting up. He can put up similar numbers as Jakob Pertl. So it, he should get those minutes with Aldridge out too. He should get around twenty minutes. And he can get you easily over 22 DraftKing points. So this, if you have to slide someone in at a low price, 3500 look out for uh, Drew Eubanks. What do you think? What Spurs? All right. Um, yeah, I, I don't mind DeRozan at 7-8. It's just a solid matchup. Uh, but I think – and he's been playing really well the last two games, so I don't mind going there. But I'd rather just – I think Murray at 6-5 is – is a lot better value saving the 1300 there. And I, I really like Murray in this matchup uh, having himself uh, a solid first half there, both of them. But I think Murray just has more upside here uh, with that price tag. So I, I like that one there. 
without without Derek White there. Totally um, disagree, by the way. But go ahead. All right, and um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mind looking at if we're going. Like Murray would be the one guy up up there that I I, I want at that price tag uh, and and down low. I'm looking at if Lonnie Walker's back and playing. 28 to 30 minutes or so without Derek White. 3,600 is a very solid value. If he's not ready to play a ton of minutes yet, uh, Patty Mills at 4,400 should play extra minutes again in this matchup, and I like that there. So I'm looking at uh, Murray at 6'5", and then a couple people on the lower end waiting on to hear the news to see if Lonnie Walker is ready and, and ready to play his full allotment of minutes again with no Derek White there. <clears throat> Yeah, I just don't trust. I love Lonnie Walker's player, but I don't trust him uh, to be productive every night in and night out, no matter who's in or out. Same for Dejounte Murray. Uh, he's up and down like a roller coaster all the time. So I would lean toward more of the safe play with DeRozan, and I think Keldon Johnson is safe with uh, Derek White out and Lamarcus Aldridge out. So I mean, we differ. We differ in opinions on this one, but that'll be fun. You don't need you don't need Lonnie Walker to go off when you're playing him at 3600 you just want him to bring back value uh, so i don't think there's too much risk involved going there uh, and murray is get going up against steph curry who's not known for his defense so that i think that's just the, the matchup advantage there you can have there's a couple people that they can throw at DeRozan, uh which i can't say the same exact thing without murray and then knowing that white's not going to play and who who takes a lot of his uh ball handling and stuff uh as does DeRozan but I just think that that gives him a boost there <clears throat> it can go either way it can go either way Lonnie Walker can get you five DraftKings points he can get you 20 so you just gotta be <laughs> feeling lucky all right I like it uh and then the next game we have we're back we're on the three games that start at 10 p.m eastern standard time uh, and the first game is the Orlando Magic at the Portland Trailblazers uh, we do not have a spread for this one. We do have an injury report. Uh, the Magic have Michael Carter-Williams, Evan Fournier, Markel Fultz, Aaron Gordon, Jonathan Isaac all out. The Blazers have the same three, Zach Collins, C.J. McCollum, Joseph Nurkic, and now Nasir Little um, all out for this one. Let's start with the Magic on the Magic side of the ball. Uh, what, are you, what are you looking at here? Can we go at Vooch at 8,900? Oh, definitely. Uh, Vucevic has been putting up incredible numbers. Uh, the game before last had almost 78 DraftKings points. That's insane. That's one of the best uh, performances of the year. I definitely think you can go with him. Uh, I love, you know, Embiid but, uh, for for a matchup. But, you know, well, yeah, because they play also at 10. But if you don't get Embiid, definitely try to get Vucevic in your lineup, and he's at a much better price. At 8,900, can't go wrong there, especially with Aaron Gordon now. He's getting all the rebounds. Uh, other than that, Cole Anthony is pretty safe. His price is getting a little higher than I'd love, but if you need a point guard at 5,900. And then other than that, I would only trust uh, Dwayne Bacon because with 48 out, he is productive. Uh, last time I suggested he play, he be started in DraftKings. He got 15 and 5, so... I think he can be uh, productive, and the match is going to need someone to put up some points. So those are the three I'm cool with. What about what about you? Ew, Dwayne Bacon. Uh, <laughs> Former yeah, lo- uh, Charlotte Hornet, Greensboro Swarm, Dwayne Bacon. <laughs> I love Vucevic here at 8,900 uh, with no Gordon, with no Fournier, with no Fultz. I mean, with Enos Cantor on the opposite end, 
I love him. This is a fantastic matchup, and and if you're not going to go very super high here, he he's a guy I would li- love to spend down from the the super saiyan tier as I call him at mm-hmm. eighty nine hundred and start my team with. Um, he he he's going to be a nightmare matchup for Enos Cantor, who's not a great rim protector as is, but then when you try and put him at uh, away from the rim, it just gets even worse. So uh, this guy's going to have a huge advantage as long as they can get him the ball and, and advantages, uh, advantageous spots. So I'm, I'm very high on Vucevic here. Uh, I think people are going to, a lot of people are going to like Cole Anthony. I'm going to throw uh, Terrence Ross, uh, throw myself more Terrence Ross in this one. Cole Anthony's going against uh, Terrence Ross. Damian Lillard. Yeah, uh, I think Terrence Ross at 5K with no Fournier here. He should play more minutes. He should get more shots. He's been really, really bad lately. Uh, <laughs> but that's the exact way you get Terrence Ross. You get him on cold streaks, and then you get him on heaters. Uh, he's bound to turn it around, and this is a defense that likes to help people turn it around. Uh, they're not the greatest. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have my fair share of Terrence Ross at 5K here. Uh, much rather spend 900 more that to get Ross than than Bacon, he's just more Terrence Ross. Uh, <clears throat> so I don't. I'm I'm probably going to have a few there. Mention Cole Anthony because he's going against Damian Lillard uh, on the defensive end, uh, which is a very good matchup. But now he's nearly 6K. Uh, there's some upside here, but just not too much for me to take that shot. I'd rather just there, there's other options with higher upside here uh, that to take on this slate. <clears throat> but wow. I think that. Those are the guys that I'm I'm pretty much looking at. And I forgot to mention Al Farouk Amino is not on the injury report right now. So he's they're getting him back, and they already got Okeke back. Uh, those two guys, one of them are probably going to start at power forward sooner than later. Well, we, I think we have a bet on that, Dwayne Bacon versus Terrence Ross. I don't think it's close. I, I don't know why you'd want to do that. I don't think it's close either. So. All right. Oh, man. Everybody write that down. Terrence Ross, Dwayne Bacon. That's going to be fun. All right. And maybe, probably not for you, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go with Dwayne Bacon, go. <laughs> By all means, trust the bacon. Bring home the bacon. It's it's bacon that never sizzles. It's just, oh, just stale bacon. <laughs> Canadian bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian bacon. Canadian turkey bacon. It's not, it's not, it's not tasty. All right, we're going to see. <laughs> <laughs> but let's flip out. I can't believe it's Dwayne Bacon. So that's, that's such a hornet. That's such Bobcat bias right there. Oh, I knew you had to throw that in there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to throw that one in there. Uh, but <laughs> let's go on to the, the Blazer side of the ball here. Uh, what about Dame Dash at, at 10K? Can you look at him? And if you're not looking at him, can we go anywhere else on this this squad who's been they both teams have been decimated by injuries, but the the Blazers getting a little bit healthier, I guess, with with Lillard playing through this uh, abdominal injury. They just got Jones Jr. back. Uh, we'll see what happens. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you can play Dame at ten thousand. I probably would pass on him just coming back so fresh off of this injury, and uh, his his last three games have not been out of this world anyway, as is so. Um, ten thousand is a little it's a little risky for me, but if if you just love Dame, it, with the rest off, you know if he's a hundred percent, he could go off. But it doesn't stand out to me like, yay, I'm excited to get Leonard in my lineup on this night. Um, but uh, he does have a good matchup against Cole Anthony. I mean, Cole Anthony is not going to be able to stop him if he's a hundred percent. But we're just not sure how a hundred percent he will be. Um, in the meantime, of a hundred percent. 
<laughs> in the meantime, I think you can trust uh, Gary Trent. His price is going up a little bit, though. 6400 That's 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 debatable whether you want to play him because he can't get hot and could get cold. So probably the only person you really can trust is, believe it or not, Robert Covington, who's had a horrible start to the season. But his last uh, five or six games, he's been playing like the guy that Portland expected to sign, trade for in this offseason. And at 5800 I think he is a decent price. I'd rather pay that than 6400 for Gary Trent uh, right now. So, yeah, and I don't trust Melo. I like Melo. Don't trust him right now with the depth they have. They're playing a lot of guards and small forwards in Portland. Um, like Because Derrick Jones Jr. was playing amazing until he got hurt. And he's back now, but we don't know how many minutes he's going to play. So if if Derrick Jones Jr. was healthy at four thousand, you have to lock that in. But uh, I'm just not sure because his last game he barely put up any production. So what who are you liking on Portland? Yeah, so I I don't mind going to Lillard because he he played that last game against the Knicks um, <clears throat> on Saturday and he put up 56 DraftKings points. I know he's I know he's hurt, but that's makes it safer or better not safer but better for me in, in gpps because people aren't are going to look at him and say ah he's hurt a little bit i don't know if i want to yeah. go to him we have a curry already on the slate uh, we have harden and bead um we can go tate tatum we'll get to other people more or you can spend down so i, I don't mind going to lillard and taking some chances on lillard because this is a great matchup the, the magic are not a good defense cole anthony cannot guard him he's a little too small so is lillard but that just Lillard, Lillard beats up on bigger people anyway. So I just think the matchup is fantastic for him. And he played through that, or he played uh, 39 minutes or 38 minutes with the abdominal injury in the last, in against the Knicks. So that gives me a little bit of ease in seeing that he can play through this. And when he's playing, you're looking at the rest of this roster. Who's going to steal shots from him? Uh, so I, I feel a little comfortable with him, but for cash, not as comfortable. Uh, just just knowing that he is playing everything I mentioned, he is playing through the abdominal injury. I think you can separate yourself from the pack and GPP, but cash maybe go a little bit uh, different there. So I'm going to have some shares of him. Outside of him, <clears throat> not too huge on everybody else when he is when he is playing. Uh, I don't mind Covington, Trent Jr. I would probably re- reach Covington, but the, they all seem like guys that I'll have interest in if I fall on that salary like towards the end of my lineup you know when you're yeah, when you have yeah. about two three people left or two people you're like ooh, who do i like around how much do i have left oh i have about 6k left uh ooh, robert covington so i'm not gonna they're not gonna be people i seek out but i don't mind if i fall on top of them uh and you mentioned Derek jones jr he only played about 18 minutes in the last one and it was a competitive game his first game back uh, after uh about a week or so off I would like him more if I knew he was going to play his 28 to 33 minutes or so a game. I'm not 100% sure as of now, and unfortunately it starts at 10. We probably won't have news that he's, still, he's off his minutes limit. Uh, and then that, at that 4K price, I think we have other options there, which I would have liked him in a different different setting there. <clears throat> yeah, um, so uh, just a question about you know Dam- Damian Lillard and uh, Steph Curry are $400 difference. Uh, ten thousand and ten thousand four hundred. Do you consider them equal, or would you prefer one of those guys? Because since they're so close in price, yeah. So I'm 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 leaning towards Lillard actually in this one. Okay. I'd rather take the four hundred dollars savings and, and go Lillard there. Uh, I just think 
anytime you, I, I know, I was going to say, anytime you play a, guy, a team two nights in a row back to back, it's harder to go off. But he did that the second time they played the Mavs, even though there was one game in between, and that's Curry. I just think the matchup's a bit better for for Lillard against Cole Anthony and against the Magic, who just also stink on defense. Uh, and then the Warriors, his individual matchup, Murray's a pretty good defender. So while he obviously can go off, I just think I'm going to lean more towards Lillard, especially I think he's going to have less ownership. Uh, that's just a, a hunch. Yeah, because of the injury. <clears throat> yeah. I, I think that's just an important question because a lot of people probably be struggling over that. You know, same amount of money if they wanted to go with one or the other. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I like it. Um, but let's. You ready to go on to? We have two games left. You ready? Let's nope, do I, it. I like. I did a, a little burp. I went. Are we ready? <laughs> <laughs> but we got the the Sixers at the Kings. This also starts at 10 p.m. As does the last game. I do not like it. I'll repeat it again. I do not like three games at 10 on a seven game slate. Uh, but we have the over under at two two twenty nine and a half. With the spread of the Sixers road favorites, four four and a half point road favorites. On the injury report, we have um, just Mike Scott is out for the Sixers, and the Kings just have Daquan Jeffries as out. So a very healthy game as of now. We'll see what happens uh, later on. I forgot to mention the the Warriors and the Spurs are the other teams on the back to back. I think that was made clear when they're playing. Back-to-back second night. And the Pelicans were the other team that's on the front end of the back-to-back. I think I said that already. Uh, but I digress. Let's get back to the Sixers, man. I heard you mention Joel Embiid earlier. So what are your thoughts on him? I mean, I just love Joel Embiid. He's, he's having an uh, MVP caliber season. Uh, so it's like, obviously, when you just think of the lineup, okay, is Philadelphia playing? Yes, play Joel Embiid. Clearly the best center by far. Da, da, da. But like when we went over that Orlando-Portland matchup, that did make me reconsider because Vucevic at 8,900 can put up the same type of numbers or better than Embiid at a much lower price. So that did make me do some thinking. I was like, I love Joel Embiid at, oh, at, no. at, at 10-5. I would much rather have Vucevic. So, I mean, if you just have money to blow, you can go for the 10-5 and get Embiid. But I think Vucevic is probably the must-have player at center tonight. So, anytime you, do, you said you're doing some thinking. And anytime you think, it's like, ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that. Other than that, you got Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris. Uh, I think you can only pick one of the two. And they'll probably put up similar production. So it's just whatever position that you would prefer, um, they're going to put up around 40 DraftKings points. Uh, and the only other player I really like on uh, Philly is Shake Milton. Uh, he's been he's been doing pretty good lately. And at only 4,300, he's a safe play. And he, he's guaranteed to get you 20 to 25 points, I believe, because uh, he's been, you know, ramping up the production. What do you think about Seth Curry? He he uh, was having an incredible start to the season, then terrible last 10 games. And this last game he played, he, he was very productive, though. So do you think he's back or too risky to play at 4,200? Uh, it was weird because he only played 11 that for, or 12 minutes before that last game, and he was thought to be um, <clears throat> not going to play in that last one. And then he played, and he was pretty good. I think I can go to him at four two. It's just a suppressed, depressed price tag. So I, I think I can I can look at him. Uh, and, and Embiid, 
he's in play, but I, I don't know if I'm going to go there. Uh, I just think, as you mentioned, Vucevic at 89 is a guy I really like at center, and you save $1,600. That's big. And then we have Harden and a couple other options there. But if we're paying up, I, I think Harden has that triple-double upside in a, in a better matchup. Uh, the Kings aren't a great defense, but Rashawn Holmes is pretty good. So uh, he can hold his own as as one can against Joel Embiid a little bit. Uh, and then Hassan yeah. Whiteside's there, and he's just goofy and awkward, and Embiid could eat him up, but he can stop a couple shots by blocking him, I guess. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I don't think I'm going to have too much exposure to Embiid. Just like the Curry factor, uh, obviously you have to draw a line at some point with some with everybody at every price point to where I can't like them all and play everybody. So that's that's just unfortunate, or that's where they stand for me. That I think there's a couple other guys that I'm going to play uh, a bit more there. Uh, and as far as Simmons and, and Harris, both in good spots. I think I like Simmons a lot in this matchup. Uh, I, I don't know how much I'm going to go there again because I do like uh, we mentioned like uh, Vooch is 89, and I, I really like that matchup for him. So I don't know how much I'm going to have exposure to this top end Sixers team, but I'll have some shares. Uh, in some of my GPP lineups and stuff. Uh, but I do like Seth. I think he's the one guy I'm, I'm gravitating towards more and hoping he gets about his nor- back up to about 32 minutes a game because I think this is a very good matchup for him. Uh, he can shoot, and the Kings kind of sometimes lose shooters. Yeah, if you want to uh, do a big risk reward, I, I, I love Steph Curry. Uh, Seth, Seth Curry. <laughs> I, see, I, did, I like you last week. When you, anyway, yeah, they, we, when we got the, When we got both of them on the – on the same slate, it's kind of it's a tongue twister there. I know, right? <laughs> Two games like, apart. Definitely. <laughs> but what about on this Kings side, man? We know the Sixers are one of the better defenses in the league. Uh, we know that, or they are the fourth ranked, fourth in defensive rating, uh, but they are eighth in pace. So can we go to the the Kings, who are also very? Uh, they're starting to play more. They're starting to actually play a little bit faster uh, than we were used to. They're now in the top half of the league in pace. Uh, Luke Walton's starting to open things up when he finally looked at his roster and said, okay, this team can play fast. Uh, we could have played fast for a couple of years now, but he's starting to do that, and they're looking a little bit better. They're playing better. Uh, but where can you go on the king side? Yeah, I mean, you only have the fastest point guard in the league. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> good job finally realizing that, Luke Walton. But speaking of him... Uh, Darren Fox is listed at 8,800. That's kind of at the top of his price point, but he's been very productive. I mean, all season, you can't find a bad game uh, until about a month ago. So uh, if you want to go that route, you don't want to pay the 10,000 for the other guys we mentioned earlier, 8,800 for Darren Fox. It's a little high, but I'm I'm okay with it because he can easily put up 50 drafting points because when the rest of the team's not going, like Harrison Barnes, he has off nights, you know, uh, Darren Fox can fill in that production. And uh, speaking of Harrison Barnes at 6400 it's a decent price because he was playing very well balanced and putting up good numbers. But uh, his last game, he dropped back down to the old Harrison Barnes. So I probably wouldn't touch that. I wouldn't touch Buddy Hield also. He's very up and down for me. Although the last eight games, he's been very productive. So you just never know what Buddy Hill, in my opinion, though. If you can afford him at 6800 it's okay. But I really like the rookie uh, Tyrese Halliburton uh, at 6200 
I just wish there were more minutes for him. But he's he's uh, making a case for a rookie of the year, uh, putting up great numbers. So I like Halliburton, and I like Rashawn Holmes. Like we said, with Joel Embiid at 10,000-plus, you have Vucevic at 8,900. If you want to spend low, Rashawn Holmes at 5,700, and he could possibly get you 40 DraftKings points. That would be a real steal for you right there because he's a productive center, and they're going to need him in the game a lot more than Bagley because he's going to have to use that big body to help stop Joel Embiid. So uh, what do you think about that? Yes, I I think the one guy I would gravitate towards on the king side uh, is Rashawn Holmes. I know I I don't like playing people against Joel Embiid at all. It's just not a a fun thing to do, not a (laughs) smart thing to do really. But I think he can can hold his own. He doesn't – he has been fouling a lot, and that's something that will – keep me at bay with him and my ownership but at 5700 it's not a bad play they're gonna need him on the floor if if white side right. gets on the floor and be just gonna eat him alive and <laughs> they can't play bagley at the five in this game uh, they stopped playing him a lot at the five lately uh, he's been getting his he's they stopped really playing him much at all he's he's hovering around uh just over 20 20 20 minutes a game or actually exactly 20 minutes a game the last four so he's not playing too much Uh, i think they really need holmes to stay out of foul trouble and to deliver a decent performance and i can see him putting up 30 in this game if uh if he gets the amount of run and stays out of foul trouble as for everyone else um maybe harrison barnes but uh, i i just could never do it i can never stomach it sometimes i can in a better matchup i can but not not here i don't i'm not gonna go I don't like Fox's matchup. He's been playing great, but I think we can. We have other options if we're going to spend up that are safer there. Uh, and, and Halliburton, normally another guy I like. I like Halliburton, uh, but I think I, I just mentioned Murray a couple games ago. I'd rather just go to Murray at, at $300 more with a better matchup. Okay. It's just, a, yeah, it can go either way. So, you know, uh, but if Shake, <laughs> if Shake Milton's playing a lot of minutes, you know, I'm not scared of him against De'Aaron Fox or Halliburton, but. We'll just see how that goes. Yep. It's that we will, man. That we will. And how about this? La- oh, before we get into the last game, I do want to let you guys know um, the bruise letter is back. We we had a massive email uh, about a week ago or so, uh, and it was by every team. It's the massive bruise letter. It's, uh, it's the mo- Aaron most intimate nuggets exclusive. I can't even talk. It's exclusive content that you cannot find anywhere else. Not on the website, not on any podcast, not on social media. It's only in this email newsletter and you can sign up for free by going to bit.ly slash bruise letter 2021. It takes 10 seconds. Uh, and again, it's bit.ly slash bruise letter 2021. And I also want to mention the DFS pass. It's for one ninety nine a month. You jump into all of our stuff. You get our articles, you get our discord, uh, possibly some, TV that we're coming, we're, we're working on trying to get. Uh, I know Will's excited. We'll get to that after. I don't yeah. want to get. I don't want to dive in too too much about it because it's still uh, work in progress. <clears throat> but uh, the Discord is is well worth it. Everything that we're saying now possibly could change. What if um, I know late night on Mon or was yeah Monday, uh, Drew Holiday got ruled out out of nowhere. Uh, he just they announced that he wasn't starting. They announced the starting lineup and he wasn't in it, and then all of a sudden he wasn't playing. So, and that was a late game, the late game of the night, just things like that. And and we can we can help you with the Discord, see where we're going at. Uh, but <clears throat> yeah, it's only one ninety nine a month, and it's pretty 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 pretty, 
pretty awesome. I had, to, I had to throw a shout out for curb your enthusiasm quick there. Before we go into this last game, uh, it is the Boston, <laughs> the Boston Celtics. Stop making me stop laughing there. I'm trying to just <laughs> just go right through everything uh, with with no hesitation. And you're, and you're you're making us pause. Uh, we just you talk about Tom Brady. I need the poise there. I need the poise. You're you're ruining my poise. You're around like Mahomes right now. <laughs> yeah, and you're just dropping passes over there. <laughs> but uh, we got the last game of the night also at 10 p.m. It's the Boston Celtics at the Utah Jazz. Sounds so much fun. Uh, there is no spread for this one, uh, but we do have a, an injury report. And Marcus Smart, Romeo Langford, both out for the Celtics. Jalen Brown is questionable. He missed the last couple. Obviously, massive, massive news anytime a guy like Jalen Brown is, might not play. And on the Jazz, we just have Elijah Hughes out. And oh, I, was, I almost just left with that and then went later. But uh, we have Mike Conley also out. So that's pretty big news. We saw him out the last game as well. Uh, but let's jump on to the, the Celtics, who are the road team on this one. Uh, where can you look? And obviously, a lot of this hinges on Jalen Brown's availability. Oh, definitely. Uh, you definitely want to check back, uh, if not on Twitter, on the Discord, and we'll be chatting about Jalen Brown because he's one of the best players in this matchup, obviously. And if he's out, I think that makes Tatum worth the 9200 price point that he's at because he's going to fill in that production. You know, Kimba's still recovering from his injury, and they're, you know, kind of taking it easy on him. He's kind of being passive-aggressive. Uh, yeah. So uh, Tatum, will, Tatum will be the main guy, but also that would lead Kemba to being the second guy, and he will have to put up uh, even more production also. Um, so I like Tatum. If Brown's out, I like Kemba at 6,600 because he has been playing over 30 minutes his last few games, um, and as long as it's not a back-to-back, they're not resting him So because that's also you have to remember that Marcus Smart is out. So they have a lot of guys out and a lot of guys they need to fill that production. Uh, I don't really feel comfortable with anyone else. If you wanted to be very risky and look at Peyton Pritchard, I mean, he's having a really good rookie season out of nowhere. Uh, He could fill in some minutes uh, because Marcus Smart is out and if they want to give Kemba some extra breathers. But I really only feel safe with Kemba and Tatum. How about you? Yeah, and it'll depend on... Brown's availability. <clears throat> I don't mind going Tatum if he doesn't play. If he does, if Brown does play, I think we have better options, um, safer options that we don't have to attack the the Jazz defense in this one. Uh, but if Brown does play, I don't mind him at seventy five. He's a he's a guy oh, yeah. that we've been we've been seeing at about eight five. So seven five, very solid price tag. Assuming that he's healthy and there's no restrictions there. If they're gonna say, oh yeah, we'll limit to him, limit him to about twenty seven or so minutes. Uh, Hopefully we get that earlier than not bad, but I, th- I think this this game in particular being the last game and being one of the 10 o'clock ones, we might not have an idea until we already seen some of our guys go and we already paid for some guys. So unfortunately, I don't know if I'm going to have much exposure to Brown and Tatum, especially in cash GPPs. I don't mind taking that shot because a lot of people might not be doing that and you'll have less exposure to a guy like Tatum. If he does has a really good game, boom, if Brown plays and has a really good game, Boom, and I think we have um, pivot pivot options in the in the other game. If you can construct your roster solid enough to where if Brown doesn't play, we can make a change over there. But um, <clears throat> I want to say I don't mind Kemba Walker, but I just also like you said, it's not 
it's been a, a topsy-turvy kind of start for him. He came out of nowhere and played so early, played hot, and then he went off a little bit, came back, and then he just doesn't look like he's fully there yet. Uh, in this particular matchup, I just don't want to attack really the Jazz much. They just play slow and they play hard defense. So it, depending on Brown's availability, I'll have some shares of Tatum and Brown or and Brown himself. Everybody else I'm not too high on. Uh, one more guy I will mention is though um, is Tristan Thompson. Uh, he's only listed uh, at 4,400. And uh, he's been productive uh, the last four games. Uh, the only thing is he's splitting minutes with Tice, but even when they're splitting minutes about equally, uh, actually Tice is paying a little bit more than Tristan, but Tristan's been more productive, you know, with his limited minutes. At 4,400, if you want to go that low, you could. Uh, I wouldn't go lower than uh, Rashawn Holmes, though, but if you have to, Tristan Thompson has been playing better. I just wish they would decide on a center to play 30 minutes, but that doesn't look like that's going to happen. Yeah, and if Brown doesn't play, they'll probably just go big again and have Tyson Thompson both in. <clears throat> uh, but what about on this this other side of the ball, man? We have the the Jazz who've been playing really well still. They just continue to play. They'll have no Mike Conley, so that changes things for uh, how the backcourt works and how the ball distribution goes with Donovan Mitchell getting extra usage. Uh, we saw Joe Ingles start the last game get extra usage. Jordan Clarkson gets his extra usage. Uh, but where are you looking at on this Jazz side? Yeah, definitely. Uh, with uh, Conley out, even without Conley, normally I'm okay with playing Donovan Mitchell uh, as long as there's not too many games in the matchup. So with this with seven games in the matchup, you would kind of look at Mitchell like, mm, I don't know. But with Conley out, you know he has to step it up and fill in a little bit more production. So 8,100, I'm okay with that. Uh, it's similar, you know, to it's only 600 more than Jalen Brown. And, you know, Donovan is healthy. So uh, and, and he's going to have to fill that scoring low. Go bear at 7200. I'm still not convinced. Like he's 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 more of a better real life player than a, I would want to put in this DraftKings lineup. And one guy that I normally never look at, never even consider is Bohan Bogdanovich. But his last seven or eight games he's been killing it and with Mike Conley out uh at 6100 I think he's someone you have to strongly strongly consider uh because he's only going to have to be more productive with Conley out uh those are the only ones I can say that I trust um I I mean if you want to go Derek Favors you could at 3900 he's probably the cheapest center you could consider that you know should be productive but and and they will probably have to use them, like you said, if the Boston goes with the uh, big lineup of Thompson and Tice. But uh, I wouldn't love it. <laughs> so the main guys are Donovan and Bogdanovich. What about you? Yeah, so um, I think we have a lot of solid value that we don't have to uh, – that Mitchell is hard to play. But if we're not spending up and we want to just go uh, more, more balanced and start with Vooch and Mitchell – I think that's a really rock solid idea, and and there are that's that's solid. I I think Mitchell at eight one, without Conley, just gets that nice boost there. Uh, Gobert at seven two, he's just going against uh, an interior defense that is not that good. The the Celtics can get beat on the interior. That's that's their weak point. It's been their weak point for the last few years now. Uh, so ever since they lost Horford, 
And I think that uh, Gobert is a solid option there if you're going in that 7K range for center. If you don't want to go down to uh, like Holmes or, or Plumley or something, I think, or if you don't want to go up to Vooch or anything, I think 7-2 is solid there just because Tristan Thompson is not a great defender. He can grab rebounds, but he doesn't really play much defense. Uh, and then, yeah, I think I don't really attack the Jazz, but I don't know if I'll go Jordan Clarkson at 6K now. I liked him a little bit better. Uh, Joe Ingles is now 5'8". Don't really like that. There's just not huge room for um, bursting out there for getting that that upside. I don't mind Bogdanovich at 6'1", but I'm just going to go back to the other guy that I mentioned before that you you don't like, but Murray at 6'5". I'd rather just pay $400, uh, $500, and $700 respectively to go Murray than all three of these guys. Yeah, I I really just don't like DeJounte Murray. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man, we'll see. But uh, before we go, I do want to ask, is there anything you want to say? And before that, actually, I do want to throw out uh, a thing that we like to do and just say one player on each category. You don't have to say why. We kind of talked a lot about it, and I don't want to get have this thing run so long. But who's one guy that you're spending up on uh, over 8K? Yeah, well, like we said, uh, James Harden, I think that's that's the lock of the night. All right. And uh, if you're saying James, I'm saying Vucevic. I think 8-9, solid. Sure. Uh, and again, quick hitter right there for both of them. Uh, but what about under 8K in, in that mid-tier range? What's one guy that you're you're really liking? Uh, that excludes Mitchell, who's 8-1. So just under <laughs> that 8, 8K. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> But no, uh, I think I have to go with not Jerrion, but Jeremy Grant at seven thousand <laughs> because you know against Brooklyn, they're the Pistons are going to have to be putting up a lot of points to stay competitive, and he's the main guy, so that could get him some extra you know stats and points on the night. That was the guy I was going to say, so you can double down on him, but I'll throw in uh, someone else just because he said it, and I think you know where I'm going with this one, but it is Dehante Murray at six five. but what about in that value tier and and there's really not anybody we mentioned under 4k so we'll jump it up to about four 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 five ish Uh, we'll max it out there but is there anybody in that that value tier that you're just gravitating towards or that you won't mind taking a pump play shot at well i got a 4k guy and a 4-1 guy so uh my 4-1 guy is is my favorite your favorite Dwayne bacon (laughs) Dwayne Bacon with uh, Evan Fournier out. And then if you don't like Bacon, if I'm cheating going over 4,000, Landry Shamit at 4,000. I think Landry, you know, he's been productive with KD. He should be even more productive without KD tomorrow. Okay. And if I'm going slightly above at 4-2, I'll go Seth Curry. And if I'm going under 4K, I'm going all or there's two guys I want. I would look at Lonnie Walker, but I, I'm going all the way on the bottom here. Um, and this is dependent on Detroit because if Detroit's missing a bunch of people, I'm just going clicking on Detroit and saying, okay, here's my value. There's pretty much every all these guys: Sadiq Bay, Stewart, uh, Svee, Saban Lee. All these guys under under 4K that we can look at if uh, Wright's out, Ellington's out, and they're just out. Uh, but Assuming that they're all in and we're looking, I'm going to go look at Kyra Lewis at basement barrel pricing um, and hopefully gets 22 minutes and brings back 20 plus uh, DK points there and some solid value. 
Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> but <laughs> before we head on out here, is there anything that you want to say to the audience? Uh, tell them where they can find you on Twitter, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you can check us out. Um, well, check me out at William is Bill on Twitter. And don't forget, you know, Hoopball has an Instagram page. You know, Hoopball is very active on Twitter. We're trying to get the Instagram followers and likes up at Hoopball Official. So check us out on Instagram, too. Awesome, man. And it's good doing this one for you. I, I don't know. I want to listen to you, but good, good doing this one with you. I had fun. We had a seven-gamer here. We uh, this, is the fir- this is the first time I think we've had more than, what, five games since we've do- been doing them, but I'm excited. Um, but, yeah, we will be back here again tomorrow. I believe Mike and Keith will be on here tomorrow with the Wednesday slates, which have usually been massive. So, I haven't fully looked, but I'm assuming ten games because that's just how Wednesday's been going. <laughs> we'll see. And don't but... forget, don't forget Dwayne Bacon versus Terrence Ross. I right forgot. I forgot about that one. Jeez, <laughs> oh, you and this Bacon guy. <laughs> I can't. Terrence Ross is gonna skin him and cook him and and eat him, <laughs> eat him. But it, it's gonna be uh, instant microwave bacon because I call Terrence Ross that microwave player. It's gonna be the that instant bacon that cooks and and. A minute. That's how it's going to be over before it starts. But we'll see. (laughs) We'll we'll see. (laughs) This game can't start fast enough. I can't wait. (laughs) Yeah, I can't. Uh, That's it for us, guys. And I hope you enjoyed. And we will catch you again tomorrow. And myself and Will will catch you again next Tuesday. Have a good one. Peace. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.